Hello, I'm Kevin Kittle, and you're listening to The Cinema Files. We recently sat down with the charming lead actress of Jojo Rabbit, Thomasin McKenzie. We discussed what it was like working with an already amazing line of directors, and if she had any hesitations taking on the subject matter of Taika's latest comedy. Some may remember Thomasin from 2018's Leave No Trace with Ben Foster. If her performances in these two films are any clue... She has an amazing career ahead of her. So, uh, so Thompson, playing Elsa, mm-hmm. you really had to have a balance uh, in playing Elsa. She was very strong. She put Jojo on his heels. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she, had a, she was in a very vulnerable place. So um, what was your process of trying to find that balance between being a really strong person in a vulnerable place? And I think you did it wonderfully. Thank you. I am... Yeah, I think having done a lot of research and um, hearing, you know, like I said last night, the Q&A, I worked with a historian who was able to fill in a lot of gaps for me, but also kind of told me some really shocking things that were quite confronting. So I think knowing that history and, um, and then at the same time, wanting to and you know being aware of how terrified Elsa must have been um but also wanting to portray her as being the the strong person that she so that she was I think it was definitely a constant balance of of I think I don't know I don't know I tried to I don't know if you can see it, but I think there were, were times where she was definitely feeling very vulnerable, but it was a, a kind of a face, that the, the strong kind of face she was putting on. So I think yeah, there was a constant, constant kind of, um, just a lot going on in her mind, I think. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think just, you know, just being aware of that past and then at the same time still wanting to show that she wasn't, just a victim, so she was so much more is where the balance kind of came. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm kind of glad you said that last line because that leads into my question. One of the things I really liked about the character of Elsa is that she is a victim, but she refuses to let what's happened to her be like the, her sole defining characteristic. Mm-hmm. As an actress, was, was that important to you like was that was that something you considered when looking at taking this role was like being able to portray this kind of multifaceted person who wasn't just one dimensional yes yeah definitely um i want to say quickly i did not was not offered this role straight off the bat it was definitely a, the normal audition process so it wasn't me going it, it, they didn't send me the script and i wasn't going no, do i want to be you know part of this or not i think the whole time it was me going i really <laughs> so please let me, let me please cast me um but what was the second half of that question it was was it was was that important to you as far as like wanting to play this role being yeah. that she wasn't just one dimensional yes definitely i think um yeah and this isn't a bad thing in a lot of world war ii films and not in holocaust films these characters these anne frank like characters are portrayed on more of the, the victim side, which they were. They were, Of course, they were victims and going through a disgusting you know, thing that no being on Earth should ever have to experience. But I was also, as well as, you know, showing that I was also interested in, in her having 
some kind of power in a, in a way, as much power as you could possibly have had in that situation. And um, Elsa is a very, very smart girl. And she saw an opportunity with Jojo. She saw how manipulated he'd been and, and his kind of idea of what she was, this monster in the attic. She recognized that and she used it to her advantage. Um, and she kind of, you know, got the upper hand in that way where she was kind of able to control him, which if, you know, anyone in that situation holding so much anger and and confusion mixed with fear um, would, you know, want to be able to take back some kind of control, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I think that she's such an interesting character, like, because, like I said, she's just got so many things going on inside her mind and, and at the same time she's a really young girl who has no idea why all of this is happening to her. Um, so yeah. Uh, you'd already mentioned that you were very excited to try to, to, to win this role, mm -hmm. but based on the subject matter, which a lot of people are describing it, you know, the short description is it's a comedy where a kid has Adolf Hitler as a, as a imaginary friend. Mm -hmm. Did you have any um, uh, apprehension about taking a role like that, or were you just like, Tekka's doing it and I'm in? Um, I think there's definitely a bit of apprehension. I mean, um, I... The second I kind of read the audition screens, I kind of got us and talked to my team about it and, and heard what they had to say about it. I I could tell it was going to be something really special. Um, and when I got the role and, and, you know, was on the set, there was always a vibe that, that everyone working on it, the whole team was so excited to be be sharing, t telling this story that has been told me told so many times before, but in such a different and unexpected way. Um, but of course, although we were all so excited about that, you never know how the audience is going to react, no matter what you're doing. Um, it could be, you know, the, the safest film on earth and people could hate it because, um, you know, no one's going to like everything. Um, so there was definitely a bit of apprehension in that, you know, in the in not knowing, just not knowing how people would respond. But, um, uh, you know, despite that, you could, I don't know, I was just the whole time, I just, I just could feel that it was, you know, such a special, such a special project, and I felt so beyond lucky to be a part of it. <laughs> so there's been a bit of a uh, Nazi comeback lately in contemporary times. How do you think this movie is going to land in a time where Nazis are all over the news again, and they're organizing in ways that's requiring us to fight back against them? Mm -hmm. Um, I think this film is really a great reminder to people of of the past and of and a warning that we can't let those atrocities be repeated and um i think it's just something that is really important for people to be reminded of these days and and especially for the younger generation since it's so this is so it feels so kind of more accessible to them i guess because of the comedy and because of how modern it feels, and if we're teaching the young 
young people these things early on, then it's you know you know, and if they're learning of this history, it's less likely for them to have these kind those kind of extremist views and to understand to be able to be more understanding that there are so many different ways of life and then and so many different religions, you know, cultures, whatever, no one can live in exactly the same way. So it's important to understand that and and um and also I think it's it's good for those neo Nazis to know that that people are standing up against their hate and that um and also for just the general public public to be reminded that you can, you know you can't be a bystander you've got to, you've got to spread goodness as well. <laughs> so uh, your co-star Roman, this is his first movie, and we talked a little bit about him last night. Um, were you like his big sister on mm-hmm. the set? Did he need coaching? And then maybe can you share your first uh, your first movie that we talked about? Yeah, yesterday? Um, yeah, I was definitely like his. I think he was definitely my little little brother, and I felt like his big sister. He did not need coaching from me at all. <laughs> um, I was actually like in held so much admiration for him throughout the whole experience because he was working you know, more days than I was and he handled handled such a um, kind of, you know, heavy role with so much professionalism and emotional maturity. Um, so, yeah, and I definitely did not feel like I needed to be giving him any advice. I was kind of taking advice from him. <laughs> um yeah, what was oh yeah, and the, oh my first thing, I am um, <clears throat> my first feature film. I think was a, it was a film for the New Zealand Film Festival called Existence, and I did it when I was nine, and I had an a, amazing time. We were working on a farmland in New Zealand, and there were sheep all over the place, and then it was um kind of set in the future where where water had become toxic from pollution and everything so it was kind of i don't know just a like a it was such a, a cool kind of um yeah, futuristic story to be a part of i remember messing around a lot um because my brother was in it as well we played siblings and so i remember kind of messing around and him telling me off and going thomas take it seriously you know you're embarrassing me um so, yeah that's great, thank you. So you've had a chance to work with Taika, um, and you've also had a chance to work with Edgar Wright. And mm-hmm. These are two, two directors that have very very distinct styles, very distinct visions. Um, so for you, whose set was it more fun to be on? Was it, was it Taika's or, or Edgar's? I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, they're both fun in different ways. Um, I definitely, my, I had a bigger role in Last Night in Soho, so I had a bigger bigger, you know, more of a workload maybe. So um and it was a very, very, you know, you know, as you'd expect of it, a very technical project. Um and there was a lot a lot going on. So I had fun and, you know, we were do I did night shoots for the first time and we were filming in the middle of Soho and I was having a really great time and experiencing so many different things. Um and with with Jojo Rabbit, it was just so there was so much joy and, and laughter on the set when it went appropriate. Um, so it was fun in that respect. Yes. 
But, you know, they're both equally fun. (laughs) (laughs) To piggyback off that a bit, you've also worked with Peter Jackson as well. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about that or or who who do you want to work with next? I mean, that's that's Um, a hell of a a list already. uh, (laughs) Um... Yeah, I worked with Peter Jackson when I think I would have been 11 or 12, and I had, like, the tiniest, tiniest role in The Hobbit. What was cool about that role is she was one of the only named female characters, or one of the very few named female characters in in The Hobbit. Um, I think the character was called Astrid, and so that was cool, and, you know, it was such a massive production, and that's such a, you know, something that New Zealanders are very proud of, that whole Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, you know, kind of world. Um, so so I was really excited to be a part of that. Um, I want to work with next. I I love Ken Loach. I think he's an amazing director. But um, also, I mean, Jane Campion. I, I love Jane. She's actually a family friend. So, and I've wanted to work with her my entire life. I think. Um, so yeah, just anyone who is has a really cool vision, I guess, and, and also people who have, you know, the courage to take risks, like I think Taika and um, Taika does, so, yeah. So Taika has sort of a reputation for being a ridiculous person on set. Mm-hmm. What was it like to work with him? Um, so much fun. He was, he is, you know... As you can tell in interviews and everything, he is so funny and, and really quick on his feet and and um yeah, really witty and that's just how he was on set. Um which is important for this film because although it's such a, you know, a very real part of history, um, it is also a film that has so much hope and joy in it as well. Um and and Taika really really kind of created the atmosphere for that. Um, but at the same time, he, every single take, he would be sitting if in, in the room and, and if he could, his cheek would be right up against the camera. Um, so he was always, always really there and always very engaged, as you'd hope. There was one scene when... Um uh, the Nazis come to Jojo's house, mm-hmm. and it was very intense. But then there was also some mixes of comedy in that scene too. Yeah. So in that scene, when when it was developing, did you feel kind of those mixed of emotions, or was it yeah. pure just intensity of Elsa's situation? Um, I definitely felt that mix of emotions. I mean, it starts off immediately from the very like the beginning of that sequence with all the Heil Hitlers and. And um and Stephen being you know you know just a terrifying and really <laughs> tall and um uh, it was yeah no there was it was kind of a bit of a roller coaster. This Elsa started in that scene with uh, I think a lot of confidence and then um you know saying I'm I'm here I'm standing and then you guys don't own me and then at the end of the scene being really. You know, we start to, for kind of the first time, I think we see her really kind of break down a little bit and and show her fear, um, which is she, she's been so, trying so hard to hide. Um, yeah. Terrific. Thank you. So most of your scenes obviously take place uh, with, with Roman, but you do have a couple of just wonderful moments with Scarlett Johansson that are just so sweet and so tender. Um, 
working with somebody like that, is there any kind of intimidation or is, is like knowing that you're going to have a scene with this, you know, legendary actress, like, do you worry about that kind of thing? Or are you just sort of in the moment and just going for it? I think um, the idea of it was a little bit intimidating because she's someone I've looked up to for a really long time and have, um, you know, she's such a strong, strong person. And um, so I was... I was a bit starstruck, I think. But um, when we were actually filming the scene, she's so lovely, and, and you, I never got the feeling that she. I don't. I, I didn't feel like she was some massive actress who'd had this incredible career. She just, you know, was an, a human being, and we were doing it together, and we had a really, really lovely time doing it. Um, and also, they, they were because of the, you know, they're very they're the the two kind of only sane people in the film. <laughs> they were, the, I think, the calmest scenes I, I did because they were just very quiet and um, gentle, I guess. Uh, one of the films you, you were in in America was uh, Leave No Trace mm-hmm. of Ben Foster. Yes. Uh, it's a great film, great film. And so looking at that one, and then the one you just did, you've already done a lot of accent work. Is that mm-hmm. something that's easy to slip into and out of? Or does that take a lot of work no, for you? it takes a lot of work. Because um, you're really, like, you know, changing how your mouth moves with the New Zealand accent. We don't really move our mouths a lot. A lot of the time we're quite, quite mumbly. And, <laughs> um, and with American accent, it's oftentimes a lot more expressive, I think. Um, so, yeah, you're really changing the how you use your mouth and then also there's a lot of you there's a you feel kind of vulnerable as well when you're speaking in a, a new accent because it feels a bit embarrassing at first and you and you feel a lot more self-conscious about how you sa- sound and and um whether people are kind of you know think you are I don't know judging you I guess um what I like to do though when I'm when I'm learning a new accent which is something I did on Leave No Trace and something I did on um, on Last Night in Soho was I used my accent all day, every day. I'd only use my New Zealand accent for like, when I got home, so for like half an hour at late at night, I'd you know, say hi to my mum, my dad, my little sister, and then I'd go to bed and then the next day I'd be the, my accent, the new you know accent all day. Um, and that really helped me to... Yeah, to really like, get a feeling for the accent, and then it would all, by the end of it, I felt really weird going back to my New Zealand accent because <laughs> I was so used to the other, the other one. And I'm, I'm not sure if I can say what accent it was, to be honest. I'm trying to avoid saying that, but um, yeah, <laughs> it was very different from what I'm used to. Yeah. 